Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Hey everyone. Thanks for coming. My name is Seth. Hey, it's Jamal. Thanks for coming. And I'm Stony. And uh, welcome to this week's podcast. And I'm very excited to report to you guys that we got our first reviews on iTunes. Yay! What? Thank you. <laughs> so fun. It's so exciting. And we got six five-star ratings. So I'm very excited about that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And we, we thought we'd read you guys one of our reviews just to like hype us up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so the first review we ever got was from the Will Jameson, one of our loyal readers or hey, well. followers. <laughs> Maybe he reads it. I don't know. <laughs> do what you got to do, girl. Um, uh, and he says, "Okay, I have so many positive feelings about this podcast. It's so good. Normally, I'll watch an episode of Drag Race with my best friends, but I won't get to see them that much outside of that week's gathering." This is like having your best friends around to obsess over your favorite show with you. These guys all provide thoughtful, in-depth commentary on each episode, as well as some behind-the-scenes intel surrounding the episode. I am so thankful that this podcast exists. Thank you guys for mentioning me in your show multiple times. Hello again. <laughs> I'm always so I'm always so surprised and honored. I can't wait to experience the rest of season ten with you. Yay! Yeah. Thanks, Will. That was so awesome. Thank you. I'm excited too, Will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. I was like, wow, he makes us sound like super good. <laughs> I don't know if we are. I guess we're doing something right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so yeah, if you guys want to hear your reviews, whether it's shady or not shady, we welcome all Ooh. commentary. Please go ahead and comment on our iTunes or whatever app that you listen to us yeah, on. SoundCloud, <laughs> Stitcher, Overcast now. Yes, we're everywhere. Maybe next time we'll be on like you now or whatever the kids are doing these days. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what that app. means. Yeah, I don't I'm trying know. to be relevant here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> like, leave us a, a comment you know preferably on itunes but you know whatever floats your boat i feel like we should do something special when someone leaves us a review uh, we've kind of decided to read a review but if you have a better idea that you'd like if you'd like like if you want more of a tribute to yourself you know tweet us and let us know if you'd like something else <laughs> yeah we'll pretty much do whatever you want us to do just let us know as long as it's legal yeah <laughs> yeah so how was your week you guys oh my week was fine i was kind of fighting the cold again which is just ridiculous it's supposed to be springtime here and it's just not but i feel much better today so that's positive yeah it was it's been a good week like today is actually nice because the sun is out we went to a brewery today Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. had some beers we're drinking some cider yeah now we have some hard cider so it's amazing it's always a good day. <laughs> um, well, I went and saw Bianca Del Rio last night. Oh, yeah. Night. I saw that Instagram. Yeah, girl. It was so exciting. It was like one of those shows where she was 
just like no audio visual recordings and no flash photography it's like i did snap like a picture just you know to post (laughs) Uh but i think i was still obeying the rules (laughs) (laughs) um but i feel like she does that because she doesn't want anyone to see how truly shady she is to all the other rude girls oh no (laughs) it was a little intense for me but like that's her shtick so i get it (laughs) i believe that that doesn't surprise me at all yeah my favorite uh my favorite part of the show though is when uh they she did like a segment where you could do a q and a and one of the people asked what happens when you say miss vangie in the mirror three times <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and and bianca's response was <laughs> you get kicked off the show <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was a really horrible bianca impression yeah it sounded like freddy krueger yeah <laughs> i never like bianca is funny but one time i watched one of her drag sh- or not one of her drag shows one of her Stand comedy ups, shows yeah and i wasn't like a fan of it but i love mm-hmm. bianca like obviously on the show and then hurricane bianca was awesome yeah i loved her but bianca like so her comedy much. isn't my favorite her stand-up i guess mm-hmm. i mean it's like i i like i'm all for like hating on people because i hate a lot of people too but like it was a little <laughs> it was a little intense but uh it was that one of the other funny questions was oh so um i know they katya was on or i think they said something like it's like i know katya played your love interest in hurricane bianca too what did you do to her to make her go to rehab oh my gosh what (laughs) (laughs) what did she say Oh, I don't know. Oh, I forget. Something about uh, she doesn't know how to do drugs correctly or something. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give us the real tea. Who is in that room? What did she I know. Say? Comment. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us. So that was really fun. Um, I think we're going to have like a really packed show this week. So I'm going to try and keep yes. it moving. Yeah, so much to unpack. Yes, girl. But before we get into that, we have uh, a new segment, maybe only a one-time segment, segment, but we'll see. Actually, we have a real-life heterosexual in the studio this week. And get this, he's married to a woman and has a kid. Two kids. <laughs> Two of them. Yeah, it's wild. Two kids. Wow, they're like multiplying. I don't know how it works for theaters. <laughs> So, so why don't you introduce us uh, to yourself, heterosexual? <laughs> hey guys, it's Nick. Uh, married for about seven years now. Two kids, four and uh, one and a half. So, oh my gosh, so little. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've got my uh, four-year-old telling me to sashay away now. Yes, so. <laughs> we're doing good in the world. So we're getting there. That. RuPaul you have to teach her how to death drop. Yeah. <laughs> we're working on that. We're working on that. She she can't bend her legs that fast. Okay, yeah. Just make sure it's safe. Like we don't want anybody to hurt them. Yeah. So we don't want anyone to shangulate and break their legs. So. Just to give some like background and context to this, like we didn't just pick up a heterosexual male off the street. No, you totally did. Um, <laughs> I mean, it would be the first time. You told me to get in the van. <laughs> Here's a lollipop. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's what I do. <laughs> Um, Nick is one of uh, Jamal and I's good friends. Um, I've known Nick for, I guess, 
How long have I known you? Since, Since 05, I think. So what is that? Like They're thir- basically 13 like years. 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. 13 years. Infinity. So I've known Nyx before I was even out. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so I've known him for a long time. And then obviously, once I met Jamal, like we've all become good friends so yes anyway we've nice kind of girl. turned him on to drag race and now he's like drag race super fan we pulled him to the dark yeah. side queen so excited friends <laughs> <laughs> and all so let's get into our segment ask a heterosexual so the first question comes from the will jameson and he asks what were your initial thoughts when you watched your first Drag Race episode? So when I first started watching, I uh, I felt weird and kind <laughs> of uneasy about it. Um, I think Uncomfortably that's attracted fair. to these that's biological women. Of, yeah, that's so like in my mind, I'm like, you know, I know these are guys. I know these are guys. But, you know. Down there, just like no, they're they're men, they're men. <laughs> um, so, so I mean, some of these girls, they they're really good at what they do. Um, and I I've told my wife, I was like, if I would come across them in a bar, some of them I wouldn't even realize that they're men. Their makeup's so good. Unclockable. When I first started watching, I I kind of felt trashy, not because of the drag queen aspect, but but just because reality shows in general i'm not a huge fan of reality shows it's trash time. Um, yeah, yeah yeah but with this one i quickly settled in because i realized it's less about the reality show aspect with rupaul and it's more so about the entertainment and the personality of the queens and mm. once you start looking at it as you know they're just performers this is a performance show you really, really quickly get over that hump. Yeah, it's not anything really different than going to Ringling Brothers right. or any other. Plus, <laughs> you know, I started out with Thorgy, so I mean, that's 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 awesome. I mean, you know, you know, Clown Queen and everything else like that. So yeah, that's that's a really good analogy. Well, and you're you're somebody that likes stand up comedy, so I always felt like you would like you would enjoy the aspect of drag, where it's like it's all about the personality and about and drag really is just the best part about drag is it's funny. It doesn't take itself seriously. So like, I could see why you like Mm -hmm. it because of that. Right. And I I don't look at it any different as if like Monty Python, Monty Python back in the day, guys dressing up as drag for comedy. It's, it's the same thing with Mm -hmm. me. It's, I don't look at it any different. What was the the first season of drag? Uh, Race? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's a good intro. Um, and then another question, Pizza Planet asks, who has become your favorite drag queen? Ugh. So since I've got limited knowledge of it, um, since I just first started not too long ago, I would have to say my favorite all time right now is Ben de la Creme. Um, Stoney, alluded, Stoney alluded to the comedy thing, and that was when she did the, uh, the, the uh, Bitchlorette thing oh i was rolling the entire episode (laughs) that was a good one as far i mean i like shangela i like trixie um as far as this season goes though i'm always rooting for homegirl blair i mean really good nice Uh, blair yes but mayhem's really up there as well yeah mayhem serving the queens i agree well i think Uh, we all like mayhem I had a nice Twitter conversation with um, a girl. I don't remember her Twitter name, but I remember that she's from Virginia. 
and uh, we both we all shared in the the commiseration of why Miss uh, Mayhem Miller is always like last, <laughs> oh, <laughs> why no one is like yeah. all about her. <laughs> Before you started watching Drag Race, uh, what was your prior knowledge or understanding? Like, what were your preconceived like things? Um, so I knew of RuPaul growing up and I actually, you know, I knew of Divine as well, but I didn't know mm-hmm. a whole lot about him because I'm from Southern Indiana. So it's really conservative down there. Mm-hmm. So growing up, like <laughs> definitely if you just made fun of them, you're like, oh, they're gay. They dress as women, you know, screw them, what have you. But, you know, as I went to college and as I got older, my views really changed on him. And then Stoney and Jamal took me to and I think you were there. Actually, we went to uh, where was that? Um, Talbot Street. Talbot Street went to a drag show. My oh, first drag yeah. show. Was like the worst one ever, too. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> Wait, which one I was it? Remember. I, I remember just, a girl. I, I remember a queen taking out a stick of butter on stage and just eating a stick of butter. <laughs> <laughs> because her drag was based that on Paula right. Dean. Yeah, I remember that. And there were just oh, like God. a lot of ballads. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. It was like but, really late at night. Oh, but yeah, after I that, I, I really got yeah. into them. Um, we took you, know, you to Zonies as well. I, and then we went to another local club. Zonies, yeah. And that was great. I never watched RuPaul, though. And they were, Sony and Jamal have been trying to get me to watch RuPaul, but I was just, I was like, no, reality show crap? No, not getting into it. He wasn't having it. Yeah. But you guys started this yeah. podcast, and I was like, okay, I want to know what they're talking about. I want to support them, so I'm going to start watching it just to support them. And now, hook, line, and sink, or I'm in. Jokes <laughs> <laughs> on you. It it's really is. <laughs> it really is. Um, well, that's really exciting. Did you guys, I don't know if you guys watched Trixie's Instagram no, story last night. Uh, uh, any of you? I might have. She posted a picture of a, a drag queen show flyer, and it was Anastasia Beaverhosen from oh, Bloomington, wow. Indiana. So I think she's close to you guys, because there. Then she also did had a video in which she was wearing a T-shirt from the back door, which oh, is the gay bar wow. in Bloomington, we Indiana. She's yeah. just down the street this whole weekend. Yeah, I think she's like hanging out uh, in, in Indiana uh, somewhere. Are we have to drive tonight? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Girl, tap that app and find Tracy. <laughs> tap that app. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and get into this yeah, show. Yeah, lots to discuss. Oh, yes. There's a lot to unpack and uh, try and talk about and figure. It gets mm-hmm. to the bottom of things. Um, so we start post-calorie Kardashian being eliminated. Yes, Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, what was your opinion <laughs> what was your opinion on Calorie, Nick? No, she should have went home first. After she was saved, that was it. I was like, yeah. no, go home. Same. Um, and I don't think anything too crazy happened in this time period of the show. Um, sh- Moni kind of talked about how she thought she shouldn't be in the bottom mm-hmm. three. I kind of agree all with Monique because I just don't think the judges understood the Yeah, concept. and Monique worked really hard. Like, she was an impactful leader. You know, she checked on her people. Um, I don't know. Like, I lead a team in my 9 to 5, and she just showed, like, a lot of great qualities. Definitely. But but it wasn't it no was sponge. Was sponge. <laughs> it was sponge. So, um, so then we kind of get into maybe the most peculiar of the many challenges of, of any season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, RuPaul's a chocolate <laughs> with that random ass a ladder is the only prop and a, and a chocolate, chocolate bar. 
<laughs> Damn. I was it. like, I don't know why when she explained it, and, but what from what she explained and what actually happened, I was completely like confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't expect it to be that bad shit crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, they're just standing with a chocolate bar and they're put into weird situations, giving yeah, strange so directions. Yeah, so the goal is to Rue. make Rue laugh, right? And Rue is like giving them direction yes. while they're on set, trying to model and sell this chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah, and I and I don't think that we necessarily need to talk about everyone, but if you want to talk about the ones that's oh my Monique's. Monique's we can do that. and those fake ass titties, those like pillow titties. Oh my god, I was loving <laughs> her boobs. I just <laughs> like, wanted to lay my head on them. Like it looks like a good place for a nap. Yeah, my favorite was definitely uh, Blair. Sinclair. Blair, yes, yeah, Blair was probably the greatest <laughs> of all. It was just the tap dancing, and then just like oh, uh, like rust on the ladder, and she's like awkwardly like laying against it. She just like went <laughs> Eureka, Eureka's sexy wall was what got me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Eureka's whole thing would have been a throwaway if she wouldn't have gone yeah. to the <laughs> wall. <laughs> like that. Otherwise, like it would have been I like, agree, useless. Um, it was hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, I kind of got with Blair. I got like sort of like Molly. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I didn't put that together, but that's really wow. Like, that yeah. is very true. That's a great reference. Yeah. The, can we yeah. can we talk about our line? I used but to I, dance for money back home. <laughs> 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 where that, where was that at? What was that? Where night moves or whatever, <laughs> or whatever it's called? <laughs> Is that what it's no, called? No, yeah, that's true. Night moves. Or maybe peace. it was Tuesday. That was pretty trashy. Poles, but I don't remember any tap dancing. Boys on poles, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> this makes no but no sense to anybody outside of India. <laughs> My other favorite moment though was mayhem. Meow, yeah, she was riding on the yeah, ladder. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Monet's, I really like Monet's Irish jig, oh. which is basically just oh her big titties all that over the place. Good. That's the thing about these challenges. Rue just, oh. like, takes all of these queens out of their comfort zone, and she just, she's looking to see who's up for it. Speak, speaking on that, can I just throw yeah. this out there that Miss Cracker's 20-minute drag always looks amazing? I like, know, yeah. The past two weeks, it's like 20 minutes to get ready, and she's... It looks like it's true. she's been yeah. for two hours. It's magic. I'm convinced Miss Cracker's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, let's look right. into it. I hope she's not one of those Twilight ones. Let's research yeah, it. So annoying. I think she is. <laughs> Hashtag conspiracy theory. Miss Cracker's Cracker a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Reddit, do your thing. <laughs> Figure it out for us. <laughs> oh, so then we, you know, the winners were Monique. Monet, yes, Blair. Yes, well-deserved Blair. Yeah, because those are pretty much all we talked about mm-hmm, as our top mm-hmm, favorites. So so then we get sort of into the Tap the App Challenge. We have, um, you know, Team uh-huh. Fibster, which is about, um, you know, people that yeah. through which apps. Which is like everyone. <laughs> the catfish. <laughs> the catfish of yeah. the world. Catfish. Cameron was really trying to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, what end of days? Oh yeah, end of days, which was funny. <laughs> I have like <laughs> funny one. idea. I would probably use that one the most. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and then Madam Butterface, where she looks good, Butterface. That one was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So we start to see brainstorming from each team. 
Um, Team Fibster Monique is the leader, and um, they're brainstorming, and Mayhem's kind of just like sitting back, cool as a cucumber, not really doing much to contribute. Yeah, it really this was well. annoying to me. Yeah, it really was. Because, to me. yeah, I was like, I understand like letting your leader lead, but if you're not giving any feedback, that just means you're not participating, basically. Right, and you really don't have a say <laughs> if you're not happy with something because she, your leader, gave you plenty of opportunities to say something. She did. And uh, so then we got Miss Butterface. They start to brainstorm. Monet is the leader. Um, and Yahua is kind of throwing out horrible ideas and won't let anybody oh, else yeah. do it. <laughs> Are you looking for a healthy girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, this was like kind of weird. This was like the start of like seeing a different uh-huh. side of Yahua. And. I didn't really like it. I don't... She was, like, so... Pl- she's been so pleasant so far, so I well, don't know what... I I just cringe. Going like, on. even in the previous episodes, I cringe every time the judges are giving critiques and then she has to, like, respond back and, like, mm-hmm. the fit... Like, she basically makes excuses for everything. It's just annoying, kind of, because, mm-hmm. like... I get like you have a point maybe, but it just doesn't look good when you're just, doing that. All just the time. take the critique and move on to the next week. Right. Do better. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the next the end of days girls are rehearsing Blair's the leader and nothing really happens. Uh, that's too interesting <laughs> in the brainstorming <laughs> for them. So then we kind of get into more rehearsal, workroom action. Cameron decides that she needs to be the narrator. Not yeah, how did that how did that come about again? Were they just like crunched on time and Cameron was like, well, I wrote them, so I've got them memorized better, so I'll do it? I think that right. was kind of the gist of it. Okay, okay. Basically, it came out of nowhere. Like, Cameron just brought it up for some reason. And, um, I mean, Monique did give Mayhem a chance like, to say something. I know, like, why isn't Mayhem, like, what is I, going on here? Like, say, no, girl, it's cool, I've got it, it's fine. Like, what's going on? Like, no response at all? Yeah, it was, I don't think it was fair for her to, like, just lay so low, but then to be like, oh, well, I could have done a better yeah. job, like, you That's know, exactly what I thought. Well, so then, That's then you right. should have said you something. Spoke up. You don't get to say anything about it now. Yeah, closed mouths don't get fed, like Monique said. <laughs> and then people are trying to give Yahua advice, and then she tells them to stop yelling. Where was the yelling? <laughs> there was no yelling at all. I was there was no yelling with Yahua in this at moment. All. I was like, what is going on, girl? Like, are you just stressed? Like, do you not want to take the note? Like, you can get over it later. I just, like, do what you need to do to win. Yeah, I just, I kind of felt mm. like... I was really, like, a fan of hers, but this episode, I was just like, I'm ready for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I think we were definitely so all sad for her, like... and then she just kind of hit the wall at 200 miles an hour. Where's the Tyra meme when you need it? Like, <laughs> we're all rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. as we speak. Um, <laughs> my favorite part was just right after they were, you know, trying to get her motivated, and Monet just like deadpans into the camera, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just stares at the camera and is like, "What is going yeah, on?" Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, and, and then I liked Asia and Monet's sponge back and forth. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like they're the luck of the sponge. <laughs> and you were <laughs> safe. <laughs> So and then and then even the queens they got on board with the Vanjie thing before we even knew about it. So they're all going. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Can I say something real quick? Like I was reading some. This was like at like 
midnight the other night I just couldn't sleep so I was like scrolling through Vanjie memes all night <laughs> and as one does when they can't sleep I came across this Vanjie interview where she was talking about how the, on the episode they actually cut it down she didn't she actually said Miss Vanjie for like five minutes straight <laughs> and like the show cut it down so it was only like basically three times but I was <laughs> Girl, release that. <laughs> release that. But I'm like, so you're just like walking around on stage for five minutes saying Miss Vanjie. Like, no wonder these bitches were like shook. <laughs> I know. She's like such an impression. It's cool to see. Yeah. We're still talking about it for sure. <laughs> and she has like 150,000 followers now on Instagram. Does she really? Holy yeah. cow. My daughter would be one of those because we've got her going around the house now yelling, Miss Banji. Banji. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> that's amazing. So then we get into the filming. We start with Fibster. Yes, they are on set, With Carson and Michelle. Mm -hmm. And Mayhem points out that Cameron, as the narrator, is falling flat and that she could have done better. It's like, we kind of talked about this, but it's like, why didn't you say something? Because it's so easy to blame another person for the downfall when you've already relinquished the role. Right, that's right. It's much easier to just, you know, take that kind of cop out and say well if I were it's like no you don't get to say no. that why didn't you say anything why aren't you doing yeah if you're it? gonna be so good then you should have been doing it mm-hmm. exactly then Monique sort of takes over the director role and she's like and action <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I loved how she was self-directing it's like I kind of liked it it was taking Carson I, I was here for it. it was taking Carson and Michelle out did you see them laughing so <laughs> <Yeah>. hard <laughs> I loved like Monique just in general because she was just even when um like ma'am was on stage she was like she was like yes remember what we talked about this is this <laughs> and like that sounds amazing like she was like this dominating yeah. like director on well ma'am wasn't set, didn't know what she was supposed to, what was supposed to go on I mean it it was like right. her part was like I don't just in the in the in her clip it was just like it felt randomly she just appears for like three seconds and tells like the guy she's gonna go make him her bitch like it's like uh what yeah (laughs) it felt like a throwaway scene yeah and like you can't she was annoyed with monique for like you know reminding them their conversation but it's like snap out of it like this is your moment and you're fucking there was like no backstory for her character at all it was just like they're there and it just didn't seem very well thought out Right, exactly. Um, and then I, the, my favorite part was when Carson turns to Michelle and goes, this is a total disaster, and then turns and smiles right at them. Because <laughs> I think we've all had that moment. So then next we move on to the end of days filming. End of days. I thought this team did pretty good. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. I thought it was funny where Ms. Cracker gets like hit in the face by Eureka. <laughs> and then she, she goes, it turns out drag is a contact sport. <laughs> uh-huh. like, you know. Or when Blair Jess enters the scene, she's like, the world is ending or whatever she says. And Eureka's like, we, we know, girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> that one line made it. That just took me out. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought it was cool that like you could tell that Blair like is an actress like she is really good at doing stuff like this so mm-hmm. i'm like interested to see as the season goes on because you know there's going to be do? more acting challenges so i'm like ready to see more with her in it 
Yeah, same Definitely. here. Um, and then the vixen kind of gets in her feelings and makes a point about Eureka stealing the scene because that's what she does best. If, <laughs> you know, if the vixen wanted to stand out, she needed to be not wearing a giant sandwich board. And I mean, even with the sandwich board, just do more. Also, you know? too, Commit like, to the character. Again, this is an acting challenge. Like, that's what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to steal the scene. Like, yes. that's how you win one of these yes. challenges. Commit to the character. And <laughs> right. And, and one of the drag queens quoted art before this even started. If you don't feel like you're getting what you should be getting, then you should step your pussy up. Who said that quote? Who yes, said that quote? Queen. The Vixen said Sen. that quote. So maybe take a piece of your own advice, girlfriend. Yeah, I heard that. Um, next we have Madam Butterface filming. It seemed like that just went really smoothly for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they got Asia through, right? was definitely the scene stealer, <laughs> looking like a... Yeah, yeah with those facials. That is a soon-to-be yeah, meme. So. I, for <laughs> sure. I thought so, too. I was like, this has got to be a meme. Like... <laughs> I've already I've already started thinking of ways that I can use that yes. as a meme. Oh my gosh. Meme queen. I'm just gonna use it to call into work. I'm just gonna send that. That's like the SOS. Like that. And, and, and Carson and Michelle's reaction to that, they, yeah. they were done. They were like this, this is, is it. it. And Monet's like, oh girl, like yeah, I was supposed to get all the attention. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like that Monet wasn't like bitter about it like she's like okay I understand yeah she's like oh man I gotta <laughs> yeah, do something yeah, to try and stand you have out to. Uh-huh. Um, so then now we're back in the workroom and we get the introduction of Aquaria and the Vixens why didn't you bring your own wig drama <laughs> oh. oh my gosh why did Aquaria even say anything you know like I'm so t- I'm not really torn with this whole thing but I'm like girl why why even say anything and then react the way you do. I mean, I don't really like the Vixen, but I also, like, if Aquaria, I don't know, and we're, obviously this will be discussed more on the Untucked, Definitely. but I, I think, like, if Aquaria, like, if you're going to be, like, the shady bitch, like, you need to be willing to, like, fight <laughs> and if not gonna, just run away. If you're going to throw the shade <laughs> and be icy, you better have your fucking jacket on. Especially with the Vixen. You know what she's bringing. Mm-hmm. So why even come after her? My That's question right. was, <laughs> why true. is it okay for Monet to bring up the wig situation, but then when Aquaria tries to chime in, basically saying the same thing Monet just said, now Aquaria is being shady and attacking the villain, uh, the vixen. But I think Aquaria was doing it more as a uh, she's trying to egg it on, kind of a, yeah, antagonistic. Well, but Aquarius didn't Aquarius say like I was thinking Aquaria like said specifically like <coughs> like made the comment like well this isn't your best drag like you use somebody else's so like why would you bring that up. If you're not willing to like stand up for yourself, see, this and, is like, my thing. Those I kind of, I, I kind of get where she's coming because in past seasons, this has annoyed me. Where they'll do like best drag, or they'll do a look, and then they'll be like, "Oh well, blah blah blah, gave me this wig. This other drag queen gave me this this wig," and I'm like, it almost feels like cheating because you you didn't think about it before you got to the show, and then you get to the show and you're like, "Oh, that's a really mm-hmm. cool wig. Like, let's trade." <laughs> well. And I don't, see, I don't disagree with that comment. Like, I actually don't disagree with Aquaria's comment. I'm more just annoyed that Aquaria brings Monet this up. brought it up first. And then, <laughs> right, but Aquaria, like, kind of talked about it more, right? Like, she didn't even right. go there. But when she did go there, instead she was just, like, kind of backed down. Like, she was just, well, yeah, like... yeah, because, like, everyone was hopping on her. 
Well, because clearly, you know, Monet's going to bring it up if she's, like, in her good Judy circle. That includes yeah. Vixen. Where Aquaria, where Aquaria went wrong is you don't need to repeat it. You know that they're trying to poke the bear. Don't give them what they're looking for. And she gave it to I them. I mean, I think part of the problem is that Aquaria... And, like, obviously, we will continue to talk about this. But Aquaria and Vixen, they are both just, like, trying to be shady bitches. Yeah. And they're both, other. like... They both, like poking like, each other's Yeah, they're buttons, both poking each other. Buttons. But I feel just, like... Oh. Sorry, sorry. I feel, I feel like Aquarius is out of her league, though. Like... Well, Vixen's coming harder is the yes. problem. And, and Aquaria, I don't think, is ready to have that battle. And Vixen's just, like... At, at a, at a yeah. 10. You know yeah. what I think really happened, though? Like, honestly, I think that Aquaria was trying to, like, get... You know how they, like, try and, like, make moments, you know, that stand out or, like, you know, that can maybe be a meme in the future? I think that Aquaria was just honestly trying to, like, kind of roll off what Monet said and and then she kind of got tripped up and, and it went in a wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, then that's just not very smart. But then at this mo- moment in time, the spider attacks, and everyone freaks oh out. Oh, my gosh. This is me in my household whenever I see a spider of any Girl. size. <laughs> and then Stoney makes me kill it. This, I this, never kill them. Somehow I get through it. Somehow this is, I get through it. This has already been turned into a meme where I showed Stoney. Uh, it was who would win. 12 drag queens or one leggy boy and <laughs> I mean I think Blair would win <laughs> I mean we're talking about leggy boys so yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a funny yeah, scene and, and like they were like jumping all over the table and stuff <laughs> I know um, and then we kind of get into maybe a more serious conversation about um, Blair talking about how she grew up in a religious household and her parents were supportive of her. Yeah, that was cool to hear because you don't always especially hear that in Indiana side of the religious <laughs> yeah. LGBT story, especially in Indiana. And uh, which leads to Dusty Ray talking about a not as great experience growing up where her parents like yeah. had her from yeah. one end of the spectrum yeah. to the other. And they, they've never come to her show and they probably never will. She doesn't talk to her family. Um they don't even know she's no. on the show Mm-mm. right now. She, they had her like doing, ex- getting exorcisms done on her to get the gay demons out. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I thought that was just so <laughs> yeah. messed up. Like making you name every person you've had a sexual encounter yeah. with. Like, what does that do to your head? Yeah, my heart was was broke for just. Yeah, I think everyone was crying yeah, at that moment. So <laughs> yeah, that was pretty it was crazy. Bad. And then she it sounded like she just kind of packed up and left home because she was tired of dealing with that part of it. Yeah, it's like Dan Savage says, and, you know, Rue's even said it on the show as well. You know, you get to choose who your family is, whether it's blood or, or not, you know, blood. And that's what Dusty sounds like he did. He just, you know, he left. He knew he was on his own and... Now he's got a gorgeous fiance and he's happy. Yes, queen. But gosh, all that darkness before you get to that yeah. light, you know? It works that way sometimes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we move on uh, back to more Aquarian Vixen drama. Aquaria tries to land another joke and Vixen's like, that wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, at this point, the Vixen is just like mad and like the vixen said you know she's the bear that chases you so she's gonna at this point the vixen's looking for any opportunity to shut down aquaria yes 
Also, they're just like look, like they're just bickering back and forth at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's like childish mm-hmm. almost. I don't know. How old is yeah, the Vixen? I think it's they just young. It's very petty. I feel like Vixen has to be no more than like twenty-three. Yeah. <laughs> like she seems she really young, but yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Then after that, um, you know, Aquarius storms off, and uh, the Vixen says, "You knew I was a pit bull." And Monique says, why don't you be the bigger person? And then mm-hmm. the, her quote was, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here to fight for the crown. If you step on me, I'll fight you back. Aquaria likes to poke the bear and this bear will chase you down. If I have to be the bear yeah. and hunt Aquaria down to remind her, I'm not the one to play with. Then that's what's going to happen. That doesn't sound like a victim <laughs> to me. But the vixen's the victim, I think. I guess, not really. Yeah, she is, and she's not. There's a few different angles. She is, and she's not. Well, both are like the victim, but not the victim. So it's like no one's really the better person, or no one really won in this situation. (laughs) I feel like when we get to the untucked episode, we'll be able to like dissect each layer of that. Um, so then we get to the runway. Um, maybe we'll just kind of get through these semi quickly. Flair comes out first wearing a gold sparkly dress with feathers glued to it. Yeah, so this is the runway theme. It's feathers yes. this week. And everyone basically went birds of a feather. Mm-hmm. I liked Blair's look. It was simple. It was classic looking. Very it much her style. Within the Blair brand. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. What I what I found out today actually was uh, what Blair had said. I follow her on Instagram now. And she said her mom actually made that dress for her 24 hours before her flight oh, out wow. to RuPaul. And it Isn't wasn't cool? complete, so she was gonna what she was wanting to wear that for the runway look. Um, so Eureka and Monique both pitched in to help her glue feathers to the dress and help her make it headpiece just so it was ready in time. Wow, for that. so that's cool. That was and really she was one of the awesome. tops too, Sister so that's pretty head. impressive. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. so then mm-hmm. next we have the Vixens Peacock. Oh wait, sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Next we have Miss Cracker's blue dress, uh, her blue bird dress. And, um, uh, you know, she kind of gives us a story about her friend that had passed away. And then she saw, like, a bluebird building a, a yeah. nest outside of the window. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. start crying again, basically. <laughs> I know. It was such a cool I really look. Like I love this look. I love the, um, the headpiece. Very clever with the nest with the little, um, the little mm-hmm. blue eggs. I could have gone without the gold accents on the side. Like, if you're going to do that, do it like Miss Vanjie did it. In the opening episode, so they just pop out a little. I think she was trying to be like the cage. It was supposed to be like the cage for the bird. I thought. I don't know. Right, but it was kind of getting washed up for me in the other feathers. That's true. Like I, I saw it, but it was kind of going in and out. Blended in, yeah. But yeah, I think overall it was like a really great look. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. Eureka came out and you know gave us some like the Raven Nevermore action. <laughs> I thought it was really great. I liked her look a lot and her makeup too. Nope. Uh oh, we gotta we gotta what? wait, who are Eureka we talking about? And her Eureka. Little... Oh Eureka. Nope. I liked it. I'm so busted. I just like blanked out. We thought it was like a... Jamal and I thought it looked like a Disney villain. Yeah, I thought it was really cool with the lashes and it was giving me like if Ursula came out of the sea and she was this was like her everyday 
She's like going to the store to pick up some like um, black nail polish. I still something. hate Eureka's dildo hair though. It just annoys me. <laughs> Her love of bread. Her love. Just like, ugh, just make Girl, it I'd stop. I'd sit on that. Nick wasn't here for it. I was not here for it at all. It wasn't your. your I even got my notes. No, just no. Nick, <laughs> Nick with the Robbie yeah. Turner. Let me tell you a story about the Raven dress. No. <laughs> so now, now we are at the Vixen's peacock look. Um, I actually really did like her dress, yes. though. <laughs> me too. Yes, we all did. We really I liked loved it. it. It was an awesome runway look. Very clever with the way mm-hmm. the train spun around with her leg when she did that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I think we've all seen like a better peacock dress from Ben de la Creme, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that finale yes, dress. Yes, girl. Um, our pinned tweet, if mm-hmm. you are confused still about what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, at TFC Pod on Twitter. Yes, girl. You'll see it. But no, Vixen, I did like her dress and I thought the hair went really well with it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really liked I thought she had a really solid look. It was definitely interesting like you said the way the the feathers hung um mm-hmm. and next we have monique hart this was okay i don't think it was like great but it wasn't like I terrible think, either is my in my opinion yeah i think we all liked it from the waist up yes i think if she would have done like a you know maybe a sexy fitted gold gown or maybe even a white gown with that cape or you know we've seen a ton of jumpsuits and bodysuits, but maybe something like yeah. that would have made it stand out more, but that duster dress, I was not buying I read that. it as very, like, Greek mythology-inspired, like, with the gold, mm-hmm. with, like, just white and gold. Mm-hmm. And the traditional, it, like, too. I felt like I should, like, Swiffer my house with it or something. Girl. <laughs> yeah, you know. just put it on and walk Maybe around. we can borrow that. <laughs> Girl, it ain't no sponge. You can't clean your house with it. It would be easier to clean. You just put on that dress and walk around in your house. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't no sponge, though. <laughs> um... Now, next we have May- Mayhem Miller with her pink and black feathers. Uh, I just wasn't buying this this week. Oh, I disagree. I loved it. I thought it was pretty, but um, it was just like, it, I didn't love it, I guess. I love the dress. The eyes were a bit distracting for the runway mm-hmm. look. Uh-huh. I think if it had better hair, I would have bought the look more. The dress wasn't bad. I just wasn't buying oh, the whole package. 100% disagree. I love the hair, too. Ugh, I don't know. I needed something. Oh, I, was just saying, I thought it came off kind of costumey a little bit. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Party City? Go back to Party City. Oh, Party City. <laughs> <laughs> um, next we have Dusty Ray Bottoms um, with whatever that was. No. <laughs> you know, Dusty, Boots. lovely okay, girl, <laughs> not this, not, not this, anything so, but this. So we were talking about Monique from the waist up. With Dusty, it's from the shoulders up. I loved everything she did with her makeup, her hair. I was getting a real Poison Ivy from Batman vibe. Oh, off yeah, yeah, I can see that. I did like her hair and her yeah. makeup. I didn't like the just, lashes, though. I don't know what the fuck she was her wearing. Her white lashes were weird. The lashes were very frosty. I was going to say, it was like if uh, maybe um, she had just like made out with Mr. Freeze yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really like it, Poison to be Ivy. honest. It was just like too crazy and didn't seem cohesive like at all. It was just like I, she put on the fucking like feather cage and she was yeah. like, <laughs> I don't it's even like know. When, they, when you go in like in the, into one of those machines and then you have to like, they put like, like syrup on you and then they put the like money, you try and get the money to stick to it. <laughs> 
I felt like that's how she got ready, but it was with feathers instead. <laughs> so she's just like, feather me girls. <laughs> oh, feather me girl. Go, it was ready, definitely go. Not her, my favorite look for her, but you know, she didn't get bottom, so. Yeah. She gets a fresh start Definitely. next week. <laughs> um, so next we have Cameron Michaels. Came out with a... Oh, look. this is epic. Yes, this is so good. She had like Maleficent horns on. This was one of those looks where I hated it at first, but the more I looked at it, the more it really grew yeah, on Yeah, it was... It's strange. Just like I think it's just the face makeup that is makes it a little bit like weird because it's... The face makeup is very harsh. For me, like, I knew that I liked it when Cameron started to move in the garment. And, like, you saw how the wings moved and the there was still that strength in the shoulder pads and that mm-hmm. gold detail. I think that's what it was I so loved awesome. about it was the shoulders. Like, just how, like, like extra it was. Like, it's so big and, like, yeah. theatrical. I just loved it. And then the mid, like, the body was still very feminine mm-hmm. with that kind of nude illusion yeah. underneath. Get to see the muscle queen part. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, she's got to say, off. someone should have, should have like, borrowed Courtney Axe uh, wings from uh, her, her famed wing look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then next we have Monet and the feather dress, the red feather dress. It's like sort of 20s and flapper inspired. This is basic. What is wrong with her? Like, I loved her in the promos, but like every look in the first three episodes has been complete trash. Like, I guess the second one wasn't terrible. She just keeps landing in the middle for us. But it's just like, like, damn, we were really excited about her, and she's just kind of there. But as long as you survive pretty much in the middle, you're. I mean, you're going to go forward, so I'm just playing it safe, but yeah, I can. Yeah, but, like, I don't feel like her look was safe. This I thought it was, like, a bottom look. Like, I felt... I don't know if she was trying to pull off the crop top, but it just came off as, like, your belly's hanging out. Back like, rolls. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we actually discussed... You remember when Adore Delano used to get, in season six, used to get a lot of shit about, you know, not um, wearing a corset or pulling in her waist. And I think Monique, Monet is going to start getting that same mm-hmm, critique yeah. here soon. Because Va- Vanjie not having, like, any shape, like, Monet did not have a shape at all no, this week. No, or you bad. could have too much shape like Trixie and see the back rolls. Did you guys see that picture <laughs> that Willem posted? There's, like, no. a... No. Well, I know. So There's a picture of Trixie from behind, and you can see like where the cincher is, and then like, like where her shoulders are. Like there's like the rest of her body's like bulging over the cincher. Well, I'm so rude. Like get out of here, girl. <laughs> see, I think that's why I like Aquaria because Aquaria is like a baby Willem. I think. Oh no! Emphasis on baby. like Willem. I don't. I know. love the Willem's shadiness. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's maybe that's why I like Aquaria. I don't know. Um, but um, so yeah. Next we have Asia O'Hara and her big Tweety Bird dress. Oh, how perfect is this look? I just want to wear it to bed. Can it looks comfortable. It looks can so a uh, can a heterosexual pull from the gay lexicon here and say when I saw this I was gay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I loved this look. I loved the hair. I loved everything People about it. It was good. It. I thought it was like really high fashion. Yeah, it was such a cool look. It yeah, was. It was. It was. Cool. I loved the hair with it. Just kind of like the airiness and playfulness yeah. with it and. 
even when she was purposely blowing the hair up. Oh, I love very, like, when she blew the hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that maybe her bangs could have been slightly shorter, but like I don't know. But it, I mean, it was fine. It would have been nice to see her eyes just a little bit more. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. With it that, was good. But it worked for her. She yeah, absolutely. Um, then Yahua came out with a dress very similar to Eureka's. Just lots of black feathers. Yeah, another Raven reference. Yes, girl. And um, we actually liked like the look, but the concept was just lost. I think that she should have not had the roses in her hair. Like, I think the red hair was okay, but it took me to like you know her explaining the look, and then I'm watching it back to be like, oh yeah, I see it now. Mm-hmm. Like with her entrance, the mm-hmm. movements. Yeah, I thought the crows were kind of like Kennedy Davenport, Tacky. like like yeah, just like oh here I'm gonna stick some crows. Very acid Betty uh, <laughs> lip sync. Yeah. Like let me just pull these out of my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that was not the best. Um. Next, and no, then finally we no have thing. Aquaria. She had her wounded bird, like Swan Lake look what a cool this look. is awesome i did love this look. it was very fitting based on what happened in the workroom there's the yeah. tea everyone uh, vixen should have had like a bone i know i did like uh aquarius <laughs> feather mohawk a lot i liked her mm-hmm, look a lot mm-hmm. it was really theatrical Mm-hmm. It was. I I like the artistry of it. Um. So we had everyone come down. We then, uh, Rue announced the tops, which were the team leaders basically, and then the bottoms, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which were um Yahua Mayhem and uh, I forget Monet. Monet. Cameron. Uh, Cameron. 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 Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Cameron. And then Jeez. Cameron's safe. And Yahua and Mayhem have to lip sync to Hole. Yeah, they are in the bottom two. What do we think about the bottom two decisions? I think it was a good decision. Just I think they were basing a lot of it mm-hmm. on the app uh, vignettes. On the, the performance, app-ing. right? And that's the vibe I got. I agree. I agree with the choices as well. I mean, I think I think it makes sense because, I mean, really... Like Cameron was pretty awful, but I like I agree with Cameron being safe because the look was so good. Yes, that she was able to save herself. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, apparently they're not judging based on the runway. Wait, really? <laughs> what? Otherwise, otherwise the wig wouldn't exactly. be a problem, girl. <laughs> Everyone knows that the show is rigged. I know. As fuck, so. <laughs> this rigor Morris. Yeah. Um, so mayhem. And they, they do their lip sync to Holes, um, Celebrity Skin. Celebrity Skin. And, you know, Courtney loves uh, the guest judge from Hole. Yes. Were you standing? I, you know, have mixed feelings about Courtney Love. I feel like she's getting her life together <laughs> again. But she can definitely be crazy sometimes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, mean, a soft spot I don't her. know what the hell she was on like this episode, but she seems to be doing somewhat better because she was like awake. Yeah, she was a step. <laughs> she was a step um, too close to sounding like Fergie with that national. Yeah, anthem. I feel like she was like being a little bit too like serious about it, where she, where they're just the judges are supposed to be like funny and like lighthearted about it. Um, mm-hmm. But it was crazy though. I know we tweeted it, but um, it was kind of strange that she was the guest judge on 
the day the show aired, that was the day that um, her husband, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana, had killed himself 24 years ago. Yeah. It's weird how that works out. Yeah, it was the anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a little eerie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought so as well. We shared a tweet on the yes, anniversary. Um, did you like the lip sync, though? What Did you, did you think that Mon- uh, Mayhem deserved to win? Yes. Yeah, she yeah. brought it. She definitely deserved to that, stay. I, after uh, Yuha did the... Uh, tacky air guitar i was like yeah it's yeah. over for you and she kept repeating that yes move. it's like uh you've got it's so cheesy else. like when nothing says i'm not a rock star like air guitar Ugh, <laughs> so true. like the whole point is for you to be a rock star this is a rock song and you like <laughs> uh like air guitaring all over the stage <laughs> isn't that like interesting <laughs> like like i'm sh- yeah doing the same back bend. like i did that when i was like 10 in front of a mirror like you're stealing my move girl <laughs> but here's here's the thing though i think monique's look i wasn't a fan of the eyes on the runway but mayhem. for this or mayhem yeah mayhem sorry I wasn't a fan of the contacts on yeah. the on the runway, but uh-huh. for this song, it was perfect. Like she seemed angry that she was in the bottom, and she just brought it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. That energy was there and locked in. Like where we were saying, her dress was kind of like eh, like kind of mixed reviews. I thought it worked very well for this song. Yeah. And when she's like mm-hmm. ripping off the feathers, just like showing her emotions, I thought that was that was oh, cool. That was that was died. awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. really because, good. Because I mean, that goes with the whole feathers theme. You know, birds lose their feathers yep. all the time. And sometimes birds pick so their own cool. feathers out too <laughs> in real life. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that Mayhem deserved to win. I liked that we got to see the fight back in her during that lip sync, mm-hmm. and sh- maybe this is the push she needs. I think that I was going to say that I think this is the turnaround. You're going to see Mayhem in the bottom, and after this, she is she's done because I think she realized. Yeah, I'm not going to sit back. I'm taking. I feel like she's about to turn yeah, the this party. This is not RuPaul's sure. best friends race. But there is a podcast name. Maybe you can check them out if you don't like our opinions. (laughs) No, just stay here. Sorry, I lied. I lied. Those podcasts suck. Don't Don't be shady. Not all of them suck. Just some of them. (laughs) Yeah, some of them. Oh, no. Won't be naming names. No, girl. We're like PC queens. We're not going to start shade like Aquaria and the Vixen. We're the Vixen of RuPaul's To be fair, I feel like we are like the shadiest one of the podcasts, though, I think. I think so. No, 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 no. We are... Seth is the shadiest of the podcasters. <laughs> yeah. just, I've listened. Seth is shady as a I have tree. Strong yeah. opinions, okay. <laughs> um, but so if you like, we're just if you guys honest. are looking for a shady podcast, please subscribe to Thanks for Coming. Um, if you don't want to listen to a shady, uh, more neutral podcast, I would suggest listening to All Right, Mary, because I really haven't been enjoying their podcast lately. Oh, yeah. We listen I to do them. like them. I've, li- I've never listened to them religiously, but off and on for a while now. So it's... They're yeah, really uh, good. Yeah, we see the other shows. We're making some friends online, so that's cool to interact with all you other RuPaul podcasts and fans Definitely. As like, well. Initially, I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to any of the other podcasts because I don't want any other opinions to like influence my opinions 
but mm-hmm. and it, it wasn't like no Tino shade to any of the other podcasts, but um, but the, I mean I did have started to like listen to a few. Like I'll wait till we record and like put that week's stuff out, and then I'll go back and listen. So to make sure that we're giving different opinions. Yeah, it's always fresh to hear you know content in general because it challenges your perspective and makes you think a little more. We're all a community. We here. are. So if you would like to listen to another good podcast, we definitely recommend All Right, Mary. Um, but yeah, so so then you, you know, just to kind of finish this episode out, Yuhua goes home. Did you notice the new Rue statues? Like, I don't like them. I don't either. They're too, oh, like, yeah. silver. Like, it, I liked the old, yeah. like... It looked like you like had a doll like in yeah, your hand. Yeah, we got that pop figure just in time yeah. because you know the value in those have just gone up. Oh online. yeah, I'm sure. Because I mean, it's like these new silver and gold statues just look cheap. Like they don't look luxurious. They kind of just look like blah Oscars or something. <laughs> because the old blah statues Oscars. were so luxurious. They were. <laughs> I think the only good thing about these statues is that you can maybe use them as a dildo. That drag flag. If anyone's flag. tried it, tweet Ooh, us. Any, anything's a dildo as long there as you're There you brave. go. <laughs> I like that theory. <laughs> um... That was a challenge, yeah. queen. No pictures, please. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, please be 18 or older. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. um, so. <laughs> Whoa, that got real, real fast. I'm not suggesting anything here. This is purely innocent. Um. So, so I think we've reached the end of this episode. Um, We will come with you uh, to another episode on Wednesday. And that will be where we delve into Untucked. You know, I feel like we tried to save our real conversation about this drama till Untucked. So make sure you subscribe and comment. And definitely tune in to that episode Girl, it's going to be a real talk. (laughs) Uh, thanks for all of your interaction online you guys thanks for the reviews again like Seth said we'll probably read those every week I know we've got more than one so we're probably going to read that one next week Uh, please keep them coming it's so cool to see that and you guys are helping us grow and it's just yeah and thanks to Nick for being our special guest this week it's been fantastic having you here. Thank you for having me. Yes. If you guys have liked listening to Nick so far, please listen to this Wednesday's episode where he'll be back, back, back again. <laughs> yes. Well, untucked, uh, spilling all the tea. We sing Yes, girl. Tea. It'll be the be Niagara there. Falls of tea. It's like Tirana, like shaking tea. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, you're shaking it. It's all gonna over be him. like the front <laughs> store guy at Tivana that just forces you to try all the samples. <laughs> uncomfortably as you try and just go uh, shopping in the mall and you're like it always no. smells so good too you have to try it's it. like who knew there could be so many specialty yeah. teas I, like they get me what happened to black tea and yeah. green tea there's so and much and honesty <laughs> R.I.P. Um, so so uh thank you guys for listening thanks for coming all right queen thanks for coming bye Bye. see you later